just thanking God for his mercy for keeping his hand on Brother Jason. Uh, could have been a, such a terrible, it was a terrible accident, but it could have been so, so much worse. Him and the young man that uh, hit head on. Both vehicles just demolished and uh, both of them alive and well today. We thank God for, for that. We knew, the, we knew the young man in the other vehicle. He had connections with this church as well. It's, it's a very strange thing two people that you know like that to have that kind of accident, but we thank God that they're both okay today. God's a keeping God. He'll take care of his people. Sometimes you wonder, does living for God pay off? Did it pay off, Brother Jason? <laughs> it sure does, don't it? Does it really pay to pray and see God? After him was Shema, the son of Agi, the Hararite, the and the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where was a piece of ground full of lentils, and the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines, and the Lord wrought a great victory. And I want to preach for just a few minutes on this thought, just to put the icing on the cake for today. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Yes, yes. Come on, let's lift our hands and pray for the lesson. Lord, thank you. Give the Lord a big hand clap of praise. Give him a shout. Whenever we have a, a great move of the Holy Ghost like this and people are praying and needs are being met and people are feeling the Lord, man, you can feel so good. And it's easy when in this atmosphere to say, hey, say I'm healed or say I'm free and it just shoots right out of your mouth. But you're going to leave this building in just a little bit. And you're going to go back to the real world. And there'll be something challenging you for what happened in this place today. There'll be something, some whisper, some voice, some feeling in your body, some circumstance that'll make you wonder, did God actually do anything? And I'm going to tell you today, stand your ground. What God did in you today is going to help you the rest of this week and maybe some of you the rest of your life. Don't you let the enemy rob you of what belongs to you. Stand your ground. If you spoke healing today, stand your ground. If you spoke a financial miracle today, stand your ground. If you spoke a, a, a miracle in your family, in, in a child's life, in a husband or a wife's life, stand your ground. Don't let nothing rob you of the victory that you got in the house of God. Because God does these miracles everywhere, not just in this, not just in here. 
Don't think walking outside of these four walls makes you more vulnerable. Oh, I'm, I'm out from the... I don't have that roof covering me now. I don't have all the people around me. The choir's not singing now. Now he can get me. No, he can't. You still got the same Holy Ghost you felt in this place. You still got the same Lord on your side. His name's still the same. And he ain't stuck in here. He's everywhere. Wherever you are, there he is. Stand your ground. There's too many things in this world today. People just give up all the time so easily. Just give up. This world has adopted a, a policy of tolerance. And you know what tolerance does? It causes people to back up on what they believe. The, the, the world preaches tolerance today. And tolerance will cause people to just walk away, back up, slip back. Nope. Okay, sure, we'll just agree with that. It causes people to agree with things that they don't agree with. Just because they can pass a law for it or, or, or make a rule about it. But if it goes against the word of God. Come on. Come on stand yes. your yes. ground. Yes. Just because everybody in your school or on your job is doing it. Don't mean you got to do it. Stand yes. your ground. Just because you can do something. Don't mean you should do something. Stand your ground. You be the light. You be the salt. You be the difference. You be the one standing in the gap when everybody else is running off. Said this man right here, he, he just listed him by himself. Uh, he was a mighty man, uh, uh, one of David's mighty men. And, and uh, he, he was just, you know, hey, here he is. He's, he's a son. He's got a father. He's got family. He's all these things. And then when the enemy, the Philistines, came together, there was a piece of ground full of lentils, and, and it says, and the people fled. They got out of there. They, 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 no, we're not staying here. We're, we're, we're leaving. And what, why? Lentils, peas, beans. Man, you can buy a bag of them at the store. Let's just leave this. It, it surely ain't worth fighting over. It surely ain't worth them getting killed over. But let me tell you something. Anything that the enemy wants to take from you is valuable. If it, wasn't, if it didn't mean nothing, he wouldn't be fighting you so hard about it. If it didn't have some kind of worth, uh, he wouldn't be coming against you. I'm not giving up any ground to the devil. I don't care who runs. I don't care who backs off. I'm going to stand my ground. Let me tell you, it might be great conflict, but great conflict, it births great courage. Sometimes you just need to pull yourself up and grab a hold to the name of the Lord and say, you might have a sword, you might have a spear, you might have an army, but I got the name of the Lord and I'm going to stand my ground. I'm not giving up any ground on my miracle and I'm not giving up any ground on my walk with God. I'm going to stay put. I'm going to defend it. He didn't just stand there. He defended. There's too many people not defending what God gave them. Letting people run over them. Kick them to the curb. Treat them like a doormat. Listen, I ain't talking about picking fights with people. I'm not talking about being ugly. But you don't have to back up to the world. And you don't have to back up to the enemy. You don't have to back up to nobody. You stand your ground. It wasn't so much about the peas anyway. It was about the ground. He said there was a piece of ground. And he defended, he stood in the midst of the ground. They could have been growing corn. 
They could have been growing pumpkins. They could have been growing anything. He said, it ain't about what's here right now. He said, it's about the ground that produces. It's about the ground that's got the ability to make stuff happen. You know, Jesus taught a parable. He said there was a man that he, he found a treasure hid in a field, so he sold everything to get the field because he said there's great treasure in this ground. And these people knew. He said, I'm not going to give up the miracle-producing power that's in my life. Yes. I don't care if it's got peas or if it's got corn. It's about the ground. Yes. Whatever I need to plant, I can plant here. Whatever I need to grow, I can grow here. I'm not giving up the miracle-working power in my life. I'm going to stand. He wants this ground. You think the enemy cared about the peas? He wanted the ground. He wanted the land. He wanted to take something away from somebody. And anything he wants to take away, if we keep giving up stuff, the more we, we give up, the less we have. We've got to stand our ground. And he stood. And it says and he defended it. It don't seem like much. Sometimes we think these things don't matter. Sometimes it ain't worth fighting over. Let me tell you, anything, let me say it again, anything the enemy wants, it's worth something. If it wasn't, he wouldn't be bothering you about it. And it may not seem like much to people who haven't labored. A lot of people just took, oh, ain't my field. Ain't my garden. <laughs> I, I'll get some peas down the road. It, I, I'm getting out of here. Without realizing that they're leaving the ground. But see, people who haven't labored with that ground, they've just been reaping the benefits of fields planted by others. It don't mean that much to them. But let me tell you, somebody bought this piece of ground. Or inherited it. Somebody cleared it. Somebody plowed it. Somebody planted so people could be blessed. And he said, I'm not giving up on that. I'm standing my ground. Somebody invested their strength and their time and their money and their blood, sweat, and tears so we could have this truth today. I'm not leaving it. I'm going to stand my ground. You hear what I'm saying? Some of the scripture tells us that we haven't resisted unto blood, but you might know some elders that did resist unto blood. You might know some people that were persecuted. And hey, if you don't have nobody personally in your in your life, just read Hebrews eleven and read about them being tortured and not accepting deliverance. Read about them dwelling in caves and wandering from place to place. Read about them tearing them in half and burning them at the stake and throwing them in the lion's den. Somebody invested in this truth said, "I'm going to stand my ground so that the church can go." On. Somebody stood their ground so somebody else could have the Holy Ghost one day. Somebody stood their ground so there could be a church in Winterville, Georgia. I'm not backing up. It might be under attack, honey, but I'm standing my ground. What happens is when it gets under attack, people run. Just like it happened on that day, one guy said, No, mm-mm. Mm -mm. I know what this ground means. It's more than just peas. It's more than just beans. It's more than just produce. It's ground that can produce. It's rich. It's fertile. It's good soil. It's property. It's value. It's got something. It means something. Yes. And I, I, maybe he had worked in that field. I don't know. Maybe he knew something else about it, but he said, I'm not letting this ground go. In the middle of this ground, I'm going to stand and I'm going to defend what I see under my feet. Let me tell you, I, I love what God's given me. And I'm not about to walk away. I can't run and hide. I can't give up. i got to stand my ground. 
But people today will just say it ain't worth the fight. It's not really that valuable. It's not really that important. Don't re- those things don't really matter. Let's just surrender and go plant something else. Let's just go find another piece of ground and plant something else. Let me tell you, what God's got in your life, what God's put in your life, what got you where you are today, it matters. I've watched people walk away from the truth of God's word and say these things don't even matter anymore. I've watched people that lived this truth and and lived for God and and had ministries and sang in choirs and did all kinds of things. I've watched them walk so far away from this truth and all that tells me is that they don't think it really matters. I've watched them turn to other places, go, go to, to places that teach and preach other doctrines and teach false doctrines and get involved in all kinds of things. I've watched them leave this ground. It's easy. Anybody can run off. But the Bible says to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Stand your ground. Stand for truth. Stand for holiness. Stand for what got you to where you are today. I can't run from what's been planted in my life. I can't run and leave what has fed me, sustained me, and blessed me. Jude 3 tells me to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. That was once delivered. That means it was something from a long time ago. And sometimes when things are from a long time ago, well, that's ancient and we don't need it. But Jeremiah 6 and 16 said, Thus saith the Lord, not me. This is the Lord talking to his people. He said, Stand ye in the ways and see, and ask for the old paths where is the good way, and walk therein. And ye shall find rest for your souls. People running everywhere trying to avoid standing their ground, trying to find rest somewhere else. But you'll never find rest running from the truth. You'll never find rest giving up on God. You'll never find rest trying to get it somewhere else. He said, you stand in the way. And he said, and see. If you stand this way, you're going to see that the old path is the good way. And if you'll walk in that, you're going to find rest for your soul. You'll find what you need. Listen, God don't have to change His plan for every generation. What He laid out in the beginning is what still works today. Stand your ground. Let's don't be giving up ground to the enemy today. Let's stand and fight. Proverbs 22 and 28 said, Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. Oh, my dad's just an old-timer. My mom was just an old-timer. My grandma was just an old-timer. Let me tell you, they might have been an old-timer, but they had a landmark in their life. Uh, They had a landmark of holiness. They had a a landmark of purity. They had a landmark of consecration and prayer and fasting and worship worship and faithful attendance to the house of God. Let me tell you, these people saw miracles and signs and wonders. And if we're wondering why we don't, maybe it's because we haven't stood our ground. Oh, come on. I'm talking to to everybody. I'm talking to me. I'm telling you the church has got to stand their ground. I hear people more than than normally, it seems lately, I hear people all saying, well, you know, this country used to be great. If we could get, and this is, it always falls with, if we could get back to, if we could get back to, if we could get back to. So what that tells me is that they're saying this country has not stood its ground as to what it was built on, on the principles it was founded on. And so they say if we could just get back to those principles, we'll be great again. 
Well, it works in the church too. If we start leaving the things that make us great, if we start walking away from the things that made us the apostolic church and the church that the Lord's coming back to get, if we stop being what God called us to be, if we start walking away from the things that get, oh man, we were so happy to get where we are, and then we think, well, I can improve on this. No, we can't. It was good just like it was preached. It was good just like we received it, and that's the way we ought to stand on it. Stand your ground. If it wasn't valuable and defeating you in your stand wasn't profitable, then the enemy would leave you alone. And when you run off and go plant something else, he don't come bothering you. You know why? Because what you're growing ain't worth nothing. When you run off from the truth, and when you run off from the, the walk that God gave you, when you run off from miracles and faith and things like that, you go plant in your garden somewhere else, and it, people say, man, I'm having the easiest time I've ever had. You know why? Because he ain't worried about you. What you got ain't valuable no more. What you got ain't bothering nobody. What you got ain't winning no souls. What you got ain't helping nobody to heaven. There ain't no miracles. There ain't no signs. I heard somebody one time testified of themselves, said, once I got out of this Jesus name movement, said, you know, I used to speak in tongues all the time, but when I got out, I don't speak in tongues no more. I don't, nothing. And you surprised. You walked away from the truth. You walked away from what God gave you. You turned your back on and denied his name. Don't be surprised if the gift ain't working anymore. Because you left. You didn't stand your ground. You got to stand for what God gave you. But the enemy is counting on you to run. But it's time to stand and defend your ground. I know the enemy wants every piece of ground he can take. But we're not going to give it to him. We're not going to let him have it. Oh, but pastor, you know, it's so hard to stand sometimes. Is it? Is it really? I don't really think it is. I don't think it's hard to stand. I don't think it's hard to live for God. I don't think it's a burden or a problem to live for Christ. It's, this, this cross is not a burden to me to carry, to live my life for him, to live my life consecrated to him. That's not a burden. People need to get back to loving living for God. Yes. A lot of people say they love God, but we need people that love living for God, that are excited about the life that God has given. Paul said, the life I now live in the flesh, I live it by the faith of the Son of God that, that loved me and gave himself for me. He said, the life I live outside of this spiritual existence in this world, I only have it because of Jesus and what he did for me. He loved it. I love living for God. I don't just love that heaven's coming. I don't just love that uh, he gave me the Holy Ghost. I love all that. But you know what I love? I love living for God. I love living with a clean conscience. I love being able to lay my head down at night and sleep in peace. I love not having to fear what's going on in this world. I love the peace of God that passeth understanding. I love having a Savior that's watching over me. I love living for God. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, I, I really enjoyed living in the world. I lived it up. I sucked it dry. I did everything I could to have everything that was in this world. But when it came down to the choice, when, the, when the, the deal was presented, you can keep doing this or you can have this, I chose God. And I have never regretted it. I still love living for God. I still love being able to pray and talk to God. I still love 
being able to worship God. I love living for God. But the devil hates you living for God. The world hates you living for God. But you've got to stand your ground. Well, my friends don't understand. And don't let them understand. If they don't understand, they don't understand. My family don't understand. They might not stand your ground. They'll never understand if you run. They'll never know what you do. Nothing will ever be said about you. You know why this story is in the scripture? Because somebody stu- stood and won a victory. Yes. If, he, if everybody had a run, it would have just been another day that the Philistines took something. But on this day, somebody said, I'm going to stand my ground. On this day, somebody uh, planted the feet and said, bring it on. I don't know how many people he whooped. I don't know how many people he killed. But he won a great victory that day. Yes. And it's recorded. It means something when you stand your ground. Anybody can run. Anybody can bail. Anybody can walk away. It takes somebody to stand their ground. Well, you know, over there, such and such, they don't do this. They don't do that. They don't believe like this. Romans 3 and 3 says, Well, what if son did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Just because they don't believe what the Word says, does that make it not true? You can't change the Word. You can live different from the Word, but you can't change the Word. The Word is the Word. It's forever settled in heaven. It'll accomplish what it says. It means what it says. And if it's in the Word, what are we going to do with it? We're going to live by it. Because we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Stand your ground. Don't be ashamed. Don't drop your head because you live according to the Word. Don't be ashamed to drop your head because you have faith in Christ. Don't drop your head because you've been filled with the Holy Ghost and, and, and God filled you with the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues. And people say, well, I don't understand that. They may not. You didn't understand it until it happened to you. And you may not understand it yet. But it happened. Yes. You can't deny it. A lot of you, I was there when it happened. If, if the enemy's bothering you with it, send it to me. I'll tell him. No, I was there. I saw it. It happened. And some of you all that was there, I'd, I'd send them to you say, hey, you just go ask them if I didn't get it. They was there when it happened. Stand your ground. It don't really matter, does it, Pastor? It don't really matter. Just listen, the enemy will get you with anything he can. Anything he can. Trying to lure you away. He got Adam and Eve at the very beginning. Look how good this fruit looks. Ooh, don't it look good. And hey, it'll make you more like God. Took one bite and lost holiness, righteousness, and fellowship with God. They didn't stand the ground. And they lost. We've got to stand our ground. In your life, in your life, your individual life, not even just with this church. Listen, Jesus said this in Luke 10 and 19, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. You've got to stop letting the devil take your ground. You've got to stop giving up ground to the enemy because Jesus said, I gave you power over the enemy. Not just some of his power, but over all the power of the enemy. He's come to kill, steal, and destroy. Don't let it happen. Defend your ground in the name of Jesus. All power in heaven and earth is in that name. Use it. Stop thinking of it as just a baby in the manger and use it. He's more than just some picture painted on a wall. He's more than just a name on a bumper sticker. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Every knee is going to bow at the name of Jesus. It's the saving name of the King of kings. Use it. And Peter wrote, 
in his letter to the church in 2 Peter 5, 8, and 9, or 1 Peter 5, 8, and 9, he said, Be sober and vigilant, because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Then he said, Whom resist? That means stand your ground. In other words, stand your ground steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. There's other people besides you standing strong. Don't feel like you're the only one that's having faith. Don't feel like you're the only one that's being picked on or talked about because you ain't. You stand your ground. You remember how good God's been to you. You remember the Holy Ghost that God gave you and you live your life for God. And if you ain't in love with that, then learn to love it. Fall in love with living for God. Because if you love it, you'll stand for it. I love it. That's why I stand for it. I love people and I want them to stand for it. We got to resist the, resist, and resist him in the faith. Not in the flesh, but in the faith. Have faith in God that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Stand your ground and defend it. James 4 and 7 says, Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's what this great mighty man did. When the enemy came, he resisted. In one, he beat him. He stayed in submission. Stay in submission to God. Resist and he'll flee. That's a promise. That's, a, that's the best program you can ever have. That's the best recipe for success that you can ever have. Submit yourself to God. Live for God. Resist the devil and he will flee. You do this, do this, this is the result you get. You get the enemy off your back. He's the one running, not you. We need to be in submission to God. I'm not going to give up ground on what I believe. Amen. Amen. I'm getting ready to close. Don't worry. I know y'all said he said he's going to be 20 minutes. I, I know he's going to be longer than 20 minutes. But I'm not giving up ground on what I believe. One Lord, one faith, and one baptism. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. <laughs> There's one God and Father of all who is above all, through all, and in you all. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And that name is Jesus. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Come on. We must be born again, born of water and born of the Spirit. I'm not giving up on my foundation. I'm built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. And I'm not losing my ground. We got to stick to the doctrine, folks. There's a lot of people say, oh, I don't like doctrine. I don't like doctrine. You can't be saved without doctrine. Paul told Timothy, he said, you keep the doctrine. Keep it and preach it. Because in doing so, you'll save yourself and them that hear you. I'm not giving up ground on holiness either. The Bible said to be holy because he's holy. That's the word. I can't give up on it. He said, without holiness, I can't see the Lord. I'm not giving up on holiness. Inward holiness. Nine fruits of the Spirit. Outward holiness. Men ought to look like men. Women ought to look like women. And both of them ought to be modest in the way they dress. That's the Bible. Modesty is not something to be ashamed of. Be modest. Be modest. Cover yourself. Watch what you're wearing. Men and women both. And guys dress like guys. Getting into the crazy range now, preacher. You, you might your sugar might be getting low, preacher. I don't know you talking. 
This is, listen, this is Bible. This is what God intends. This is what God wants. And if you want to see things get back to the way you ought to get, we ought to get back to this. We've got to stand our ground in this. I know that styles and things change with every generation. I understand all of that. I know that this, this year this color's in, this year that color's in, this year they're wearing bell bottoms in, they ain't, then they're wearing them again. Before long they'll be, they'll be uh, uh, peg rolling their britches again like they used to do in the 90s. Some of y'all don't remember that. Yeah, I used to do that. Be wearing that mullet for long. Watch out. Coming back. But I'm just telling you what the Bible says. We need to do what the Scripture says. I'm not giving up ground because these are all principles that the Bible teaches us. They are all important and you wonder who loses if I give up? I lose. You know who loses if the church gives up? This world loses. This world needs a church that's going to stand for what they're supposed to stand for, that's not going to give up any ground. You can stand with me. I've got two scriptures and I'm done. In Daniel chapter 3, there's a story about three boys who are challenged by the king, no less. That if they don't bow down when the music starts, that they would be thrown into a fiery furnace. And their answer was this. That if God, that God could deliver them, he said, But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods. Nor will we worship the golden image which thou hast set up. We're not doing it. I'm not giving up any ground today. You mean... You'd rather go in the furnace than give up this ground. Yeah. Because if I go in the furnace, I'll win. If you lose your life, Jesus said, he that loses his life will save it. But he that saves his life will lose it. And he said, so if you throw me in the fire, I'm going to win. But if I bow down, I lose all the way around. I will not bow. I'm not serving this world. I'm serving God. And if the rules of the world are against the word of God, then they need to know right now, I'm not bowing. I'm standing my ground. 1 Corinthians 15 and 58 said, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the he said, you stand your ground, it's got a reward. When you stand your ground, there's a blessing coming. You stand your ground today. Young people, listen to me. You're going to have a lot of, lot of times when you come into the church and you start living for God. you got friends. I know you got friends. I did too. They're not going to understand what God's doing in your life. And they're going to try to talk you into doing the same old things you used to do. Don't you do it. But, 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 but I might lose them. Never, never regret living your life for God. The only hope they got, you know, God might have started in you so you could reach them. Maybe He's been trying to get a hold of them, they won't listen. Now, maybe you're the instrument. But they'll never come if you back up. They'll never come if you lose your ground. Stand your ground. Young men, young women, take care of yourself. Protect yourself. Protect your walk. Protect your faith. Protect your reputations. Be good. And you know what I'm talking about. I ain't get flame.
be good. Keep yourselves pure. Don't do everything this world's doing. Don't let nobody talk you into getting rid of something that you can't get back. You serve the Lord. Stand your ground. Oh, come on. Stand your ground. There's a time and place for that stuff. And it ain't high school. And it ain't junior high. Stand your ground. Be the one to be different. Be the one to win a great victory. Be the one to stay holy, to stay consecrated, to stay faithful to God. Stand your ground. Oh, she's playing. All it would if you're like making a statement. I'm coming to all this altar to pray today. I want you to walk in here and make a statement. By coming down and standing today, you're saying, I'm going to stand. I'm making a decision right here today. Where the enemy and all the world can see me today. I'm coming to let this world know I'm standing for the Lord. I'm standing for the Word. I'm standing for righteousness. I'm standing for holiness. I'm standing for what this world won't stand for. Come on, that's it. Come on up. There's some more trying to come in. Oh, no. 
rock we serve so full of mercy and love Lord help me to stand help me to be strong let's lift our hands and pray together before we dismiss Lord thank you